A line is drawn in the sand, and two opposing forces face off for an epic battle. It's a summer event full of sneaking around for the whole family to enjoy. This week, capture the flag. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Happy midday to you, Josiah. <laughs> oh, a new one. <laughs> Good morrow. And uh, hello, listeners. Happy midday to you, too, as well. Yeah, we Choo-choo hope when well. you're listening to this, it's midday. And, and I guess happy. further, we hope that you're listening to this. <laughs> and uh, if you're not happy while you're listening to this, uh, stop. <laughs> we only want it to be happy. Uh, no, we hope we can bring some happiness because this is the this is the star this is the Star Wars is it show. Yeah. This is the show how Star Wars is it, and what are we? Well, we're the only podcast, right? And uh, we're we especially things. the only podcast between two friends that mm. talk about movies. Yeah, 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 and and even I mean we could go even more granular or even bigger. Uh, because we're definitely the only podcast where two people talk about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the only podcast where there's two guys talking. Right. We're the only podcast doing it via Zoom. Mm-hmm. We are Trailblazers. Oh, God, Trailblazers needs to go and with groundbreaking. I was about to say groundbreaking too. We are Trailblazers and groundbreaking. <laughs> I can't talk this evening for some reason. So let's do an entire episode and see how I do. So <laughs> cut all of this. This is the podcast where we. Rate and review everything or anything on a scale of one to ten of how Star Wars that thing might be. Not of how good it is, but of how no. Star Wars it is. So That's look, right. people, a lot of people out there are like, "Oh, hey, you see, uh, you see this new movie, The Avengers? It, I give it an eight out of ten of how good it is." Yeah, that's the full statement that they say. They say, "I give it an eight out of ten on how good it is," and we say. No. Interesting, not, but about pretty that. basic. We yeah. want to hold it to a different uh, standard. <laughs> a different metric, and one that we have uh, painstakingly developed over the course of over 100 episodes. Yes. And that's how Star Wars it is. So we take you know what I was Star thinking Wars. about today was mm. um, the, the podcast Star Wars Minute. They, yeah. you know, they analyze a minute of Star Wars one episode at a time. Right. Um, and they do it daily, like five days a week. And they're like short episodes. Some of them are as right. short as, you know, like five or six minutes. Some of them are like 30 minutes, whatever. They um, sort of spun off via friends of theirs and even just people who don't know them whatsoever started, you know, Indiana Jones Minute or Blade right. Runner Minute. You know, like anyone could do it. Mm-hmm. I want someone to do, you know, how The Matrix is it or whatever. And then we can start like a little, you know, uh, oh, a little family of like how yeah, blank is it? You podcasts. know, like none of us are necessarily like related to one another. It's not like a network, but it yeah. would be, you know, like some mutual shout outs to one another. So if you're out there and you're already doing this, <laughs> if yes. you're doing a show called like how the Beatles is it, let us know. We'll let shout you out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should look up how blank is it yeah. somehow on Google. <laughs> How, how, what are we, the, the the booleans or whatever it's called uh-huh. whenever you have to do the weird search? We'll figure it out. Right. But uh, this week we're – I don't know if we actually explained everything about the show like we normally do, but uh, right. I want to get but, out of but the But you intro. get it, right? Like we're, it. Not, we're not saying if this thing's good or bad. We're saying no. does it share features to Star Wars? Yeah, and so this week we're talking about uh, a classic playground slash camp slash – Backyard. Backyard again uh, <laughs> game. Uh-huh. Capture the flag, and uh, we're just doing this, I think, because it's fun. Yeah, I don't know, like, why it came to mind, but I was like, what if we did capture the flag? <laughs> and I was like, that sounds fun to me. I feel like we've done a lot. So, like, for the listeners, some episodes have been coming out out of order, but we've done a lot of, like, movies and TV shows, and we've recorded a lot of guest yeah. episodes lately, so it's been a while since we've just uh, sat down and recorded an episode about whatever the heck we want right. with with just each other. So like usually when we record, it is very pointed and it matters. Yes, yes, yes. yes. There <laughs> and is this a gets level to be a fun mess around. Exactly. We're just we're just goofing right now. We're having fun for once on so, the Stang podcast. I think the way to start this episode is defining capture the flag, or more appropriately, perhaps 
like how did you play Capture the Flag? Sure. Because I know I played a number of different kind of variants, but the one I played the most often, I could like rattle off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was interesting because I was talking with Charlie earlier about what we were what we were recording about today, and you know, she was like, "I didn't really play it very, very much," because she is the youngest sibling, and like her older brother and sister, when they would play, they, they're considerably older, like seven to eight years older than her. So uh-huh. she was like too little to play with them. She was like aware them. that something was going on, but wasn't able to like play with. The and, and capture the flag is kind of a. I feel like it's kind of a um a, a, a junior high. Like oh, age big time. game, you totally. know what I mean? Like high school could be like right because you could do a big game with high schoolers and it can right. be fun, but it feels like a, a sort of intermediate time. It's like when you're in elementary school, you might unless you're like maybe ten, nine or ten, you're like maybe a little too young and you do, you don't you're not gonna play it very often in PE because it's kind of like yeah you need a little more space than just the gym. We did play it in PE. I, that was the first oh, time I ever played it. Was in PE and it was kind of hard to do because it kind of was too small. Like you yeah. can't really doing it in the gym was difficult. You need like you need like a person whose neighborhood has like all the houses back up to one big backyard, you know, or like there's like a yeah. field behind a golf course or something. Yes, <laughs> or like a park right next door, or yeah. a big like median that's just grass in between right. a cul-de-sac or something. Yeah, you need some space for it. But yeah, I played it in PE like in elementary. Yeah, and then played it at some camps. Like it, it was like a like like a church camp. We did it. We went. We were at a mini like getaway church camp thing, uh-huh. uh, in the sort of outskirts of town, kind of in the country, on like a, on like a little campground that had cabins and places to play capture the flag, and we played capture the flag. So and, so yeah. common rules. There's a sure. midline, sort of like dodgeball or you know any field sport that there's like yeah. a midfield line. That if you cross, you're in enemy territory, yes? Yes, correct. And then each team of these two teams has a flag. Although I say that, I'm sure there's probably a three and four and five team variant to capture the sure. flag, which would be pretty fun. But Ooh, that'd be fun. traditional, each team has a flag, and it's typically in like the back of their zone. Yes? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. And, and once then, you once you have crossed that middle point, yeah. you are fair game for you're the vulnerable. other team to tag you capture you whatever normally like if you're tagged or cap like right. captured you are taken back to the base maybe there's like you yeah, know obviously there's variations that's where it gets like nebulous to me i've played multiple versions one is if you are tagged in enemy territory you have to walk back to your side before sure. you can like jump back in or you are taken to jail yeah and then you're and only then you able do... to get out if like a teammate of yours gets across yeah. and like does a jail break which is really fun um, so then there's like a strategy of like, okay, well, I'm on this team. I'm going to just guard the jail so that like our prisoners don't escape, you know, like there's different yeah. tactics like that. Now, here's here's one thing that I am sure is not a traditional <laughs> rule, <laughs> which okay. is um, we played that the flag had to be at least partially visible. Sure. You're, yeah, you can't put it in your pants or anything. Now, you can't hide it. We stretched what partial meant to the <laughs> absolute limit, which was okay. It's like a bandana or something, or like a napkin, and like an eighth of an inch by an eighth of an inch square <laughs> is showing, and the rest is like under a bunch of rocks or whatever. And yeah. and so half, if not if not the majority, ninety percent of games that I played was just spent like. <laughs> running around trying to think of places where the flag might be so that if you ever have like a second you can start trying to <laughs> unearth sure. it sure. and to the point <laughs> this is so embarrassing because I was like the lead offender on this but it was to the point where after you know 10 minutes of running around and getting tagged and prisoner exchanges and all sorts of shit like that we would have to do a like a meeting at the line a, like you know an armistice where the two teams would each give one another a clue as to the flag's <laughs> location. Now, you know, if it was in the mailbox, the clue might be um, return to sender, although that might be a little obvious. But sure. uh, <laughs> the, clues, the clues I would devise were these just a complete Rube Goldberg machines mm. of like, okay, so say it was, it was in the mailbox. It was in the newspaper box of the mailbox or something like mm-hmm. that. So like I, in my head would go, okay, guys, let's think of a clue. Okay. 
It's in the newspaper box. Newspaper. A headline. A headline. A line on your head would be a wrinkle. A wrinkle in time. Um, Madeline Lingle. Yeah, so Madeline Lingle. Okay, let's give them the clue of Madeline Lingle, which is like, you could have just not given them a clue. Yeah. That, and I remember that, that even is, at um, the time, my parents made fun of me, and I would like stand by my like decision of like, no, 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 this is how the game is played. <laughs> that is incredibly unsurprising for me and so listeners annoying. of this show. I think is because like that sounds like a how Star Wars is a game. It, like that sounds like a game right. that we make every week. It, it does sound a little Rise of Skywalker. It to does, me. you know, yeah. like you got to get the, the bleep blop so that it this. lines up to the flop floop, and then well, that will that's teach you how to get the wayfinder. It's funny that you mentioned Rise of Skywalker because this game, Capture the Flag, is essentially any movie, right? Like, sure, a lot of times because There's a protagonist who's trying to do a goal and an antagonist who's trying to do a goal, and they're most often well, directly in opposition with one another. And even and even more than that, right, we have the, I, I guess it depends, like Rise of Skywalker specifically, because in Rise of Skywalker has like six different MacGuffins. Right. And for the listener, if you don't know what a MacGuffin is, I realized that not everyone, the other day I realized that not everyone knows what that is, but it's the it's the thing in the right. story get that the, you have the to codes. get. <laughs> yes, it's, you got to get the codes. It's in the fact, thing you have to get to move the story along or to like fix or, or kill the bad guy or whatever. Star Wars is very is, is oftentimes very good at MacGuffins. The original Star yes. Wars, the MacGuffin is the Death Star plans. Right. Fortunately, though, those plans are then realized and they, they serve a, an actual story beat moment of like, okay, now that we have the plans, we know how to defeat the bad guys as opposed right. to the knife in Rise of Skywalker like the, leads you well, to you know, the and, next and, and, MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, the weird the weird line of MacGuffins that everyone gets in that movie where it's like, well, now I've got the Sith holocron and now I've got a, this thing and now I've got the knife and now we've got C-3PO's brain. Like, it's stupid. Anyway. Droid is ready! In Capture the Flag... There's a literal MacGuffin, right? There is the thing you have to get. Ah, uh, yes. The actual flag, right? It, it is a, it's a very simple, like, go to point, like, go from point A yeah. to point B, get the thing at point B and come back to point A. And then what happens like, in the middle is the story. The running around, yes. the tagging, someone goes to jail, there's a jail break, like, mm -hmm. yeah. You get, yeah, I would, you know, and I would argue in some games of Capture the Flag, you've got a whole hero's journey in there. Oh my God. You know what I mean? There's the refusal the, the, of the call when you are on your own <laughs> side thinking, I'm not going to go over there. They're going to tag me. <laughs> yeah. There's the dark night of the soul whenever you cannot find the flag because Mike hit it. Right. And it because is only a, a, a it is literally buried inch. underground. <laughs> and you're I like, got out a, gonna find I it. got out a garden trowel. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, uh. Yeah, you got it all, and that's what that was when we were talking about this. And I, I did the barest thinking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's literally a fetch quest, a MacGuffin of yeah. run across, but it's gamified, in which both sides are trying to do a thing, and it's like the same as Star Wars, because like the the Sith, the bad guys in Star Wars are always like, we have to find Luke, right? We have to get Luke and just and and turn him, or 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 you know, or kill him." And then vice versa, we have to get the Death Star plans and then and then explode the Death Star. Right. And if you su sub in, we have to get a flag and come home. It's the yeah. same, it's the same uh, conflict. You know true. what I mean? Especially in Star Wars, where a physical object can have all sorts of meaning imbued into it. You know, like yeah. Even in I don't know Empire Strikes Back, there's like the shield generator on Hoth. Like the first battle sequence is basically yes. like. Rebels are defending the shield generator, and the Imperials are going after the shield generator. It's it's a bleep blorp that you have to defend or or capture, but it does have greater importance, like a flag might. You know, mm -hmm. it's like in Spider Verse when he's like, "I just call it the Goober." Oh my like, god, you know, there's I love always a thing, that. right? Yes, because that that literally is, what, and that's what captures the flag is, right? Like the they can just call it the flag. You gotta get the flag. Yes. Yes. The goober. Speaking of, okay, so like, what other what other like features of the game are are common? Like, I'm trying to think of other things that happen. Like, if you if you um, get to the flag on the opposing team side and you have it with you, of course, if you get tagged, you have to drop it. But like, do you yeah. have to drop it where it is, and or or does it get to reset? 
I think it's like I think it normally uh, when I've played, it's like you have to drop it where it is, and then the opposing team can grab it and it has to take it back to base. And and if they don't, like you know, if if they tag me, but there's another person on my team near me, and they get to it before the other person does, like yeah. they can keep going. You know what I mean? Right. What's interesting too is there's a lot of I I just remembered this, but like you know, uh, video games. Right. There's I was thinking that too, games. like Halo Two. Yeah, and like I played a lot of Overwatch, and they they introduced a capture the flag mode, uh-huh. and I, you know I'm pretty sure almost every shooter and kind of thing has a similar mode where it is like yeah go back there, touch the thing, right, and then come back and touch yeah. this thing, which there's you know there might be is there one in Battlefront? I wonder if there, there is. There is there. I think there is in the current one. Um, I actually haven't played it yet, but um, I, I'm pretty sure there was on the old the old version too. And and for the most part, if there is a video game mechanic that exists in a better game, it exists in a Star Wars game at a worse scale. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. There, when I worked at Laser Flash in Carmel, Indiana, <gasps> the laser tag yeah. place, um, there were different game modes that you could set on it. The the typical being, you know, just like kill the other team or whatever. Right. But um, imbued in that typical, each each team, if it was just a two-team game. So, okay, on Thursdays, it was free play Thursday. And there would be sure. regulars, and they would be like, what are the other game modes? And you'd, like, play with them and, like, change the game mode. But typically, it would just be the typical two, two-team game. Um, in the two-team game, there were these bases that were near where so if you if you run out of uh, ammo or you get you lose all your lives or whatever you have to go back and recharge um mm, of course which was like at your base and near your base but not right there but like adjacent was this it was almost like a a cone facing down but it was up really high in the air and it was the like i don't remember what they were called but you know like base target or something and you mm-hmm. would go to the opposite team's base target and if you fired at it a bunch of times it would like make like explosion sounds and it would be like red team your base is under attack yeah um, and you would get like points for shooting their base or whatever um which is which feels very capture the flag because you're in yeah, enemy territory the and there's really only like one place you can stand that you can shoot at that thing um and then of course you are calling attention to yourself because you're making big explosion sounds yeah another variation of because like the way that you described it of like oh you can hide the flag or you put it somewhere like hidden like i feel like most time when i played it was like this is the flag zone you can see the flag there is someone like you can guard the flag you can't be right next to the flag but you know yeah you can be like 10 feet away guarding it right which changes it from being a game of like let's find it to like we have to figure out how to get there and then get past this person yeah um which is its own kind of difficulty. The other thing that I did play, which was similar to Capture the Flag, I felt like at least, was like we played neighborhood-spanning games of hide-and-seek in oh, like college. Oh, man, dude. Like where, big because I, games like that are so fun. Yeah, because I grew up in a small town, and I went to college in a small town. And so there were you could just like walk around at night most of the time and not get in trouble. And so like you know we were in college, and we would like yeah. – you know, we would be like, okay, this street to this street. Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, probably at least a mile, right, like maybe right. more sometimes. <laughs> and you're like, that's that's how far you can go. You have to stay within those areas. And then this street to this street. And then base is this park. And so yeah. go. And then, like, after 10 minutes, the person will start, like, trying to find you. And you have to try to get back to the park and not get caught. And it was like surprisingly very hard because it was it was like a it wasn't one person versus a bunch. It was like 10 people are the seekers, you know, or like, not oh, 10, like five people are seekers, five yeah. people are hiding. I kind of because that because if it's just one person, they would be fucked the whole time. But right. it had sort of a capture the flag feel to it because it was like you're literally a mile away from the park and you're like pretending to be a covert ops person like staying in the shadows at night being like behind the park bench. All right. Run over to that house. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah. And it was so fun. Like, Dude, man, like adults playing hide and seek is now making me remember a couple of years ago I went with a bunch of music improv people to like a a big Airbnb house. There were like, you know, 15 of us or some crazy number like that. So it was affordable, but it was like right. a beautiful, nice house with like three floors. And we played sardines. Like, yes. you know, the average age of the people there was probably 29. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe sardines a little younger. So I don't know. Fun. But um, yeah, we and I hid... Like a motherfucker. Oh, wait, no, we, that's not true. We played, well, we may have played sardines, but we did play hide and seek first. And I hid somewhere impossible. And in yeah. fact, I, 
oh, this is the rules that we played. It was um, once you were found, you joined the seeker. Oh, sure, so sure, like sure. It, it, by the end of it, it was everyone trying to find me, and they were all as like a group. And they were like literally right next to me. And I heard one of them say like, he's just so little. He could hide anywhere. <laughs> and it's like all I could do to not be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, we, we did that in the, if you want, in high school, we would play. And earlier when I was a kid, we would play hide and seek in my church. And like with my brother and his friends who were in high school. Uh-huh. And they would always get into like, cause they were big kids. And so they could climb and get in weird places that you were like, I don't mm-hmm. know how you got up there. Yeah. And then like in high school for me and my friends, like one of, uh, one of my friend's dads, like basically ran the, one of the churches. And so we would go in at night and play hide and seek in a church at night with oh, all the lights off. So and it fun. was terrifying. Yeah, I love that. And like more that, that th- this leads me to, I guess another, I mean, we, it's funny cause I just edited the, the Buffalo wings episode uh-huh. and we got real like wistful of like, man, remember when you could just <laughs> yeah. go to a bar and have wings after a show. But like adults playing games is something that is so like, like pure and wholesome in a way that, or it should be treated as such most of the time. And I kind of met like there was one summer in or two summers in Chicago where me and a bunch of improv guys like just would play like a big group of friends. There was like a standing Facebook group of like, hey, we're going to play Ultimate Frisbee like every Saturday. That's awesome. In the summer. And it was so fun. Yeah. And it was just a bunch of like, yeah, 20 some 30 something people playing Ultimate Frisbee over next to the lake. And I'm like. Why doesn't stuff like, I guess maybe it does have, I mean, obviously it doesn't right now because of like COVID. Right. But even pre-COVID times, I'm like, man, just like playing a game, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to do more of that. I know. It would be so fun. I, for a long time, in fact, I'm sure it's still in my trunk because I've never cleaned my trunk out ever. But I have um, bases from growing up. <laughs> it, there was like three bases, home plate, and a pitcher's mound rubber, you know, like the, the skinny yeah. thing. And I, I grew up with them and we would set them up to play, you know, wiffle ball or kickball in my backyard. But um, I, at some point, commandeered them and took them with me to Chicago and kept them in my trunk. And I have a kickball in my trunk, too. And for so long, I would just be like, guys, if we want to play kickball, I've got kickball stuff. And yes. unless you, like, make a point to organize a game, because that requires at least, like, five or six right. people per team. And that's, like, a shorthanded team. So like uh, that is the hard thing about adults playing. Yeah, I mean, I say this like I, I play D and D, and it's hard enough to get people. It's hard. It's hard to get people to play D and D in real life when you're meeting up in real life, which is and right. it's a game where you meet up somewhere and sit for like three hours. Yeah. It's hard enough it's, to get six out of your ten Herald team members to show up yeah. to do a show at a theater on a team where they like only years prior were like hungry to be a part of <laughs> yes obsessed with wanted to be on it so bad yeah so yeah it's even harder to get people to be like oh do do 10 of us want to meet up and then like do physical activity right it's like you know we'll have to run you're gonna yeah. have to run do you want to run yeah right i guess that's the issue but it is fun i miss that kind of stuff like man man I know, and then it's also, like, kind of annoying to, to like, miss something. Like, I, I just turned 30 recently, and it sort of snuck up on me, especially because it? of COVID and, like, having a year that didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I am having thoughts nowadays where I'm like, oh, man, I miss doing this. And it's something from when I was, you know, 12 or something from yeah, even yeah, yeah. when I was, like, 25. Like, that's not that long ago, and it's not, like, it's crazy to, like, miss doing improv. But there are things that I'm like... Oh, dude, you're you're uh, you're fully cemented as an adult at this point, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I, I just turned twenty nine, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel that way. So take that, Mike. <laughs> I'm still a child. Yeah, you're still a child until you're thirty. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm still cooking, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I am f- not fully realized um, yet. But so capture the flag. Um, sure. we, we said a couple of things in the cold open that I think are quite Star Wars. It is two opposing teams, and it's very mm-hmm. obvious that it, there's not like nuance that like you can't you can't yeah. like go to the other team's side and be like, no, 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 guys, I'm on your team. <laughs> you know? um, Although you, ca- I mean, I guess you, if, if it's Mike Gospel's version, you can't have an armistice, a little Christmas Day, true. World War One armistice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle, which is which is a fun variant. Yes. No, it is. It is very cut and dry. It's a it's a adventure go get the MacGuffin right come back however a good game of capture the flag is an evenly matched 
amount of people. That's true. That's not entirely Star Wars. However, how fun would that be if you make like a game variant where like one team mm. has five people, but the flag is like the the other team Huge. can't get close to it or something. Like they can't guard the, it like within yeah, the, like a hundred feet. <laughs> the uh, yeah, five people on one team. The other team has like fifty, but the flag is you have to touch a building. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like if the five people can go touch that building. Right. Or like then... one team um, only has a few people, but the other team, the flag is like down a trench and there's like towers. And, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. on your team, you're like, what about those towers? And then the other guy's like, you worry about those fighters. I'll worry about the towers. And then you think you're going to lose, but then at the very last minute, someone comes in and they're like, <laughs> And then Darth Vader goes, what? What? <laughs> What? Yeah, like right when whoever your like um hidden teammate comes in to save the day, everyone on the big the bigger, more stronger team has to all in unison say, What? What? <laughs> and then I they all have to love... spin around and run away. <laughs> yeah, they all have to they all have to crash into each other. Cause that that uh-huh. was such a fun realization. I remember on like the internet this is a while ago, but I remember when the internet discovered that Han doesn't shoot Darth Vader's ship. Right. He shoots, he his shoots one of the other TIE fighters. And then the TIE fighter he doesn't shoot panics right. <laughs> and runs into Darth Vader's TIE fighter, yeah. which then spins out for forever into space. It's like, whoa, whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. So that's what the other team has to do. They have to go, huh, and then just run into each other uh-huh. and knock and knock, bonk each other's heads <laughs> and fall down. Yeah. And then they have a little cartoon bump coming out. You know, gosh, what did this is not related. I watched uh t- the new Tom and Jerry movie the other day. Oh, how was it? On HBO Max. I this is so funny because every review I've read has been like this movie is not very good. This movie's bad. It's a uh-huh. waste. And uh maybe it's just the fact that I was watching it with a bunch of people, not a bunch of people. I was watching it with my little quarantine pod, like my girlfriend and her roommates. And uh we had a little glass of wine. And uh, I thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> like, I I haven't seen it, obviously, but I would say to any reviewer that like really dunks on the Tom and Jerry movie that they should be reviewing it in the same way we do. We review things not yeah, yeah, how yeah. they were intended. And so basically the opposite of what we do. We review things through a lens that we defined. But yes. a reviewer should be reviewing the Tom and Jerry movie as a uh, accessible family romp. <laughs> yes, did it did it succeed in what it set out to do? Yeah, I was I actually saw this is interesting you say that because I saw a video recently about the uh, the Meg the Jason Statham like uh-huh. giant shark movie. I've heard that's like really fun. <laughs> yeah, they ta- they were talking about how it's a perfect movie because it sets it it, it uh, uh, achieves what it sets out to do like uh-huh. everything big shark that it sets up <laughs> and it's yes it's like it's like Jason Statham's gonna fight a big shark yeah and that's what you're gonna get. And it achieves everything it sets up like very well and like pays everything off. And they're like, is it they're like, it's not like, you know, good is the right. acting, you know, the story, whatever, but it's perfectly executed. Yeah. And like, that's how it should be reviewed. And like, or some people in the comments were saying stuff like that. They're like, no, movie reviewers need to do that. And I was like, that's, that's interesting to say that. Cause that's how I felt about the Tom and Jerry movie. I was like, is this movie good? No. Right. Our, very rarely are car- half cartoon and half uh, real life. I don't get uh, why good. that trend has stuck because have any of them worked? Space Jam and but even then well, with Space Jam. Well, I mean Jam, like there's been a big like a lot of them recently. Like there was yes, Sonic yes, 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 and there yes. was T- Detective Pikachu, which I thought was cute, but like th- there've been so many where like they're like, okay, I got it. Let's do an adaptation of this popular cartoon. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they're like, we'll have the cartoon be a cartoon, but in the real world with people. Because yeah. how are we going to be able to relate to them otherwise? <laughs> it's a good question because I feel like, the, because have they have some of them succeeded financially? Yes. Because like Detective Pikachu was cute. Sure, I liked it. that's true. And it did, really, it did really well. Sonic did really well, well enough to get a sequel. And you but know, like, like, would that bit, also have succeeded financially if it was like it's just Sonic, a but it is um, it's just a picture of Sonic for 120 minutes. <laughs> like uh, people will be maybe? like, yeah, I'm gonna go see the Sonic movie. Like, of course, people are gonna spend money on like a name. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's interesting because it's the it's the question of is animate like people's view animation as, as less, less legitimate? Yes. Right, because it's the same reason why people won't watch animated TV shows. Like, I, right. like it's it's a hard sell for me to get Charlie to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, 
just because it's a cartoon, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know, and, and there's because there's the idea that an avatar is a show for kids in a lot of ways. But like even in general, it's the idea that like animations for kids. And so I think it is a sense of if we want to get adults to also watch this, we have to make it live action, too. Yeah. You know, it makes it more mature somehow, even though like it's not like there's poop jokes in the Sonic, like fart jokes in the Sonic movie. There's and in Tom and Tom and Jerry is not mature at all. Tom and Jerry was very silly and goofy, but I just liked it because Tom and Jerry were cute and it was fun to watch their shenanigans. And Rob Delaney was in it and was funny. <laughs> and then there were some legitimately good jokes. Uh-huh. And then mostly it was bad. Like mostly like, <laughs> like Chloe Grace, Grace Perez is not a funny actor. Uh-huh. She <laughs> did fine with what she was given, but like, yeah, I was like this, but for some reason I was like, I enjoyed this. And I think, yeah, if the reviewers were going into it with a a sense of, but that, that is the other thing. It's like, like how does want... this compare to Citizen Kane? <laughs> yes. Right. Is it a film? It's like, if you want that, that's the other thing going off of what I just said. Do you want adults to watch Tom and Jerry? Probably not. Right. So like why you could have just made the entire thing animated if you wanted to. Yeah. And and didn't have to worry about like a bunch of green screen stuff with your actors. I don't do know. Like it's a, it's the a good Scoob question. thing where it's animated, but it's in a in a twenty first century way. CG way or whatever. I mean, I know that's how they animated Tom and Jerry, but like I don't know. Speaking of, we should probably talk about this before it's too late and and no longer uh, in the zeitgeist. But if we're talking about animation live action, uh, Lola Bunny's boobs canceled. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? I I know that they've like they they shared something where she's like wearing full length clothes, you know, like a person yeah. might wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they there there is it's very funny to me because there there's interest there's interesting like sides to this argument, right? Because there's sort of a feminist slant to it where some women are like, you know, women can be sexy and also strong. So like desexualizing the bunny because they did make Lola bunny sexy in space jam, which was strange because Looney Tunes really had done some, you know, it's not a t- typically sexy characters in Looney Tunes. Sure. Uh, not a whole lot of boobs. Um, I say that there was a lot of booms at boobs in tiny tune. house of my summer vacation. Um, <laughs> so there's that just side from of that one gator. Just from that one gator. <laughs> then there's that side of it. But then there's also the weird, like conservative side of it, which is like, for some reason, they're like, oh, everyone's so politically correct. They won't let the bunny rabbit have boobs. And I'm like, right. you guys are outing yourselves as furries. And I think yeah. you're, I think you're also supposed to be against furries conservatives. So, like, be very careful. You're also being very um, anti a corporation can make whatever decisions it wants. Which for they being that. so into corporations being able to make whatever decisions they want. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, it's just goofy. I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like I can't stop thinking about it because um, I, you know, I'm obsessed with Lola. Yeah. Uh, much to Charlie's chagrin. Just kidding. We haven't ta- I haven't even talked to Charlie about it. But if she can be in love with um, young blonde Jim Carrey from Earth Girls Are Easy, I mm-hmm. can be in love with a cartoon bunny. So. I think, I think, I mean, I'm certainly in the same boat. I think a lot of people who were in, like, in first grade. Bunny? Yeah, when, yeah. when uh, <laughs> Space Jam came out, like, I have said before, like, Okay, top five celebrity crushes. Um, and like Lola Bunny makes the top five. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Faux show. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, now that we haven't talked about Capture the Flag for 10 minutes, should we go to the break? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, we, we said sneaking around. Um, we said two opposing forces, good and evil, or, or at the very least, they are directly opposed. There's no other, like, immediate things coming to mind. We can come back after the break and try to stretch some stuff if we think of anything else. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's a clash between, like you said, it's a clash. It's a battle. It's not necessarily, it's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's also not really like official, like it's not licensed. You know what I mean? Oh, ah, yeah. Like there's not, I've, there's not like a capture. I mean, there might be. There probably is somewhere a capture the flag league or something, but it's sure. not like an official property, right? It's just right, a game right. that anybody can. It's like tic tac toe. You can <laughs> just play it. You don't need that. To actually, do it, you sort know? of a little bit gets into the game, which will will Ooh. cover a bunch of other games that are similarly um, in the public domain. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, then let's, uh, yeah, let's jump into the pit. All right, let's go. Whee! 
we love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmies and listeners. It's Josiah. And, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of the show, but we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our Tee Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars' Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the House Star Wars is a store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. Bye, Bye. babies. How Star Wars is it? And we're cap to the flag. (laughs) No cap, baby. Have you seen that one? You know that that phrase? I feel like we we should have made some more no cap sure the flag jokes. What's that? It's a thing that the kids say. It's on TikTok and stuff. It ba- no cap is like, it means no bullshit. I don't know why, uh. but it's like, it's like, oh, no cap. I'm not lying. I don't know why. Anyway, mm. that's my that's not gonna ancient stick millennial for me. corner. Yeah, not me neither. But please, Gen Zers, continue doing your thing. You know what's funny? We are like the first generation, like fully raised by the internet. That's kind of like the millennial definition, you know? Um, or or had the internet like through their you know adolescence yes the idea that like there's this <laughs> like war between millennials and Gen Z is really funny to me because there always is that when yes. a generation turns thirty or forty or whatever and they want the kids to get off their lawn like that happens cyclically but this yeah. is the first time it happened like on the internet. Yes, between two groups who have been on the internet. Yeah, and it's just so funny to me that, like, there are people our age taking offense to the idea that, like, their style isn't what the kids are doing with their middle parts and their baggy pants or whatever. And it's like, do you want to look like you're 15? I I don't understand. (laughs) It's so goofy, and it's it's honestly... It's funny, I talked about this recently on uh, an episode of my friend Christine's podcast. Oh, that's right, that just came out today. Yes, uh, as it did. Of press time. Uh, as of this recording, I'll plug it at the end. We can people can listen to it. It's really fun. But yeah, it is this the, the Gen Z versus millennial thing is so goofy. And like there was this thing recently on TikTok where it was like, oh, Gen Z is canceling Eminem. They don't like Eminem. And it's like, guys, who cares? Eminem's fifty-seven years old. <laughs> like, I don't know how old he actually is, but he's been making the same music for like thirty years. Right. His music hasn't changed that much. I don't like U two, and I didn't like U two when I was <laughs> a kid, and I still don't like it now. I I liked Coldplay when I was a kid uh-huh. because it was new and it was right. the thing they were doing the same thing, but in a different way in yeah. general. And and it's like the the millennials that are out there getting offended and being like, "Oh, Gen Z does." I'm like, guys, come. They're children. You're fighting with high schoolers. Right. If you like, and also, you're right. It's cyclical because sometimes people, you know, uh, uh, people will talk about how like, "Oh gosh, Gen Z is so funny." They're so like, "Why are they so funny? Why are they so like more, much more funny than everyone else?" And I'm like, "It's because they're young." Yeah, the youngest people are always the funniest people. Yes, the people in high school and college <laughs> are always the funniest people, and then those people grow up and get into comedy or whatever. Right, exactly. And then they're making the content for a while, and it's pretty good, and then it cycles every right. time. Something because Lauren we Michaels were the has said, ones. like on a podcast or something like that before. I mean, I'm sure he said it in numerous interviews. Is like, if you told me. Um, who your favorite SNL cast was, I could like tell you the year you graduated high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you, we, we like we were the funniest ones when we were in high school and college because like Gen X would have been like, gosh, I can't keep up. These millennials are so funny. But they weren't on the internet that much, so they weren't saying it. And so millennials right. are on the internet with Gen Z and we're like, oh, these guys, they're so funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're children. They're yeah. very funny. They have a lot of energy and less responsibilities. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have time to be funny. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Gen Zers, we love you. And uh, be funny and do a better job making podcasts than we are. <laughs> yeah. Keep it up. Maybe, ch- you know, if you want, if you want any uh, tips or tricks. Ask uh, someone who does a better job. Who, yeah. Ask someone else <laughs> who has a successful podcast. So, that said, speaking of childhood and games... 
Um, our, uh, our game segment this week, it, we're already running like a little long before the game begins, which is fine because this will probably be a pretty quick one. I also, yesterday I got, or no, Saturday, this is Monday night that we are recording this, uh, Saturday of this week, I got my second dose of the Moderna vaccine, which was fucking dope. I'm fully vaccinated. Um, Hell yeah. But congrats, man. The entire day yesterday, I felt kind of like shit all day. And like at about five or so in the evening, I was like, oh, God, I need to think of a game idea. So I, st- I opened a note in my phone and I started writing down other games like Capture the Flag. And I was like, is this something? <laughs> and then I watched some TV for a while. And then I was like, oh, wait, crap. I never finished that thought. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I know what this is. There's eight on this list, and I was like, that's a perfect number. We're in the middle of March as of recording this. Let's do ourselves a March Madness bracket of childhood games. Yeah. (laughs) Now, should I have gone to 16 or even 32 or even 64? Probably, but I've got eight. That's fine. So here Time out out real quick. It's It's very strange that you just were talking about the vaccine because I I just got an email from the daycare that I started at, and they're like, uh We got, they're setting, so this place is setting aside vaccine appointments for y'all on this Saturday. I'm like, fucking finally, I'm going to get it. Okay. Anyway, continue. It literally got that email right as you said that. And I was like, that's that's so wild. So, um, first of all, you should also get a vaccine. I don't know if we've even ever said that on this show. And as of the time you're hearing this, it's likely that more and more of you have, are able to, but go get vaccinated guys. Yeah, if you live in a more rural area, I, I have a lot of friends in Texas, uh, in smaller towns, and they've been able to get them a lot easier because the supply is there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in bigger cities, it's harder. I have not been able to get it yet. I have friends who've been able to get it, but here in Chicago, it's very difficult to get an appointment. Yeah, it, it um, that is very so true. But if you I would have the say, means, no matter where you live, you should be doing the research and figuring yes. out how you can get one as quickly as possible. I I was able to get mine in a sort of fucked up way, just because I am a young, healthy person. Um, yeah. and that feels gross, but the, where I work is a manufacturing facility. So I qualified under, you know, that sort of quote unquote essential worker thing. And while it may feel gross that I'm getting it before someone else, you got to get it when your number comes in, yeah. you got to go get it. So you're not taking someone else's spot later. Yeah, the 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 rule out there, the the healthcare professionals are saying is if you can get it, you should get it. There's yeah. no, you're not cutting in line. Uh, you getting it can help other people who are in worse health than you. So just get it if you can, baby. And if you're worried that they're gonna implant a microchip in you, then you should get rid of your cell phone. All right, <laughs> now true. time for the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have eight uh, eight childhood games in four regions on the bracket. Okay. Region one is the tag division. Oh, okay. That stands games... for touch and go. Did you know? <laughs> oh my God. Well, I was today years old when I learned that. I talk about that way too much. Um, I literally that's what I t- that's what I complained about on the on the wines 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 <laughs> podcast. Okay, continue. Um. So the tag region is a face-off between the number one seed, Tag. Sure. Because, hard I mean, to beat. it's hard to beat. And Capture the Flag, which incorporates Tag sure. into the game. The And that's the entire division. Again, could I have done Freeze Tag? And um, what else do you tag? Uh, maybe Sharks and Minnows. Sharks and Minnows. Wait, should we, should we cut this part from the show and I can <laughs> beef up this bracket a little bit more? <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep all this nah, in. We right. want to go quickly. We're already at like 43 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We're good. So the next division is the Circle Game division. And circles. Those Star Wars is Circles. Two, and again, down by the banks could have been in there if this were a beefier thing, but it is Ring Around the Rosie versus Duck Duck Goose. Incredible. The, Incredible. Um, the sidewalk chalk division oh. is Hopscotch versus Foursquare. Ah, yes, 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 yes. And then there's the wild card division, which is two other tried and true favorites, Red Rover versus Hide and Seek. I love that. I love that. So I think the rules are this, sort of how we did in our live show about podcasts a long, long time ago. We just need to discuss it. And I guess in that one, we had the audience weigh in too. So we don't really have that luxury, but... um, Are we we doing a bracket of, uh, is this head-to-head on how Star Wars they are? Or just quality of game? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. No. um, Like best childhood game. 
Sure, 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 sure. And sure. again, okay, so of those is... eight. So I apologize to listeners who are like, oh, where's Checkers? <laughs> I'm thinking checkers, of like you can outdoor buy it in a store. games where yeah. like you're with a group of kids and you're probably, you know, 10. And I feel like these are also games that you can just do. You know, you can grab yes. a napkin for Capture the Flag. Yes. You just need chalk, as whatever. As long as like... you have a ball or chalk, you can do any one yeah. of these games. You don't need to necessarily guess, go buy like, a set. Well, if, if all you have is a ball or chalk, you could still also do Capture the Flag where one flag is a ball and the other flag is chalk. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. When all you have is a ball and a chalk, every problem looks like yeah, four square. Yeah, a hammer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, um, okay. What's the first matchup? So the first matchup, this could this could be the biggest the biggest thing. Either one that wins, we lose. It is tag yes. versus capture the flag. Now, if tag wins, our subject for the week, this episode subject, falls in the first round. But if if uh, capture the flag wins, tag the the David or the Goliath rather will take an early fall. So which game is a better game? Well, this is difficult, right? Because Capture the Flag is more fun. Yes. In my opinion. Because there's more elements to it. Right. It's not as simple as just literally run around until you get tired. Yeah, you know what? To me, this question is like, which is better, a wheel or a car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because exactly, yeah, tag is an is an element of capture. The yeah, flag. and like it is a critical element, and it's like the mechanic that makes the game work. But there's so much more complexity to a car or to capture the flag. <laughs> now, this is the question, though, because if you asked me what is what, which is the more important invention, a wheel or a car, I would say it's the wheel. Ah, uh, yes. So, as far as like importance of game goes, I think tag wins because it is. It's the first, it's the, it's, it's the most common, it's the easiest to play. You just yeah, need you know, I think, bodies. I think the way to, uh, to go with our, our, the way we're sort of scoring these is like if tomorrow you had a group in a field and it was 70 degrees and you could play yeah. either game, which one would you want to play? Sure. I think, yeah, I think, I think since we're doing it's childhood games, we, we got to go with fun factor, right? Yeah. Like what is the most yep. fun? And so I think capture the flag that's, definitely that's wins. That's the way I'm going for sure. Yeah. Like I said, tag more important. I don't want to, you know, and it does stand for touch and go, <laughs> um, which is a fun fact. And, uh, but yeah, capture the flag, much more fun. Yeah, I would say so. Sorry, tag. Sorry, tag. That's like when Duke gets beaten in the first round. Yeah, by like uh, what got by George Mason University yeah, or right. something. Um, okay, the um, the circle division. This is Ring Around the Rosie versus Duck Duck Goose. Now this is interesting because neither of these Ring Around the Rosie work. <laughs> okay, so it's not so much a game as it is just a chant that you do. Yeah, it is for freaking preschool babies. Yeah, yeah. It, you you hold hands babies. and you go in a circle and then you you and fall you down. Fall when you down. say all fall now, down. Now, from a historical education point of view, it's true. Ring around the rosy has a little bit more to it because isn't it about like it's some about kind of disease? Uh, it's about the plague. Yeah, uh, I believe um, is the is the start of it because you would it. get a ring around your rosy, which yeah, I think which is, your, is your little butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's your little butthole. <laughs> Uh, I I wonder if is that tr- I can't remember if that's a myth or not. No, I think it is I, true because I think ashes ashes comes from like achoos achoos like sneezing mm. and like uh, that's everybody funny dies. that that's what it is and it's not it's not like the the literal other word that is that word. Look it um, up when you're when you're googling or typing into Snopes. Does tag stand for touch and go? Look up mm-hmm. where ring around the rosy came from. We're not doing and, it. <laughs> Tweet tweet us with your results. Uh, hashtag uh, Star Wars is circles because this is the circle bracket. And or like um, hashtag like okay, we're trying to get like the truth of a game out into the public, like through the gate of the public. So do like hashtag Gamergate. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Do hashtag Gamergate. Uh-huh. And also, since we're doing the about the truth, hashtag Truther. That's probably uh-huh. good too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, those are good hashtags. And because Here's- we're asking you a question that you're supposed to answer, um, and and you can answer it either publicly or anonymously. You can say like hashtag, 
like Q. question anonymous, you know? Right. Or yeah. Like, and then abbreviate question because it's too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Q. <laughs> and then abbreviate anonymous because it's too long. Yeah. So hashtag QAnon. Uh-huh. So hashtag QAnon, hashtag truth, or hashtag Gamergate. And then when you send this to us, we've changed our, our Twitter recently to Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Ben Shapiro and Frager U. So go yeah. ahead and at yeah. them. That's our individual and the new uh, uh, show one. And uh, just actually... Don't do any of that because <laughs> because I don't wish that upon you that, no, that interaction no. um, because those are vile people. But anyway, is <laughs> is Ro- Ring Around the Rosie is not fun unless you're a baby, right? Doctor Goose, it's for little kids too, but certainly for older little kids. Yeah, you can play. You know, you can play Doctor Goose up till about maybe seven, eight. You know, a, a mm-hmm. little older than that, the kids are going to be like, "This is a game for babies." Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, as somebody who's worked in childcare a long time. It's very fun to be a grown-up playing Duck, Duck, Goose because kids suck at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're dumb and they're slow. Uh-huh. And so you can really, really break some ankles with some juking uh, with Duck, Duck, Goose. Dude, I was thinking the same thing about breaking ankles. Like, it is it is so jarring to have to get up and then run in such a tight radius that so many people, like, slide out from under themselves when yeah. they're running. It's absolutely... and it, it, It's a... It's a re- My favorite... When playing Duck, Duck, Goose with kids in childcare was was when the kids were either a little too young or just stupid and they didn't understand it. <laughs> uh-huh. And so they would just keep running around in circles <laughs> and like all the teachers would have to be like, sit no, where no, he sit was. In the sit, hole. <laughs> sit where the, there's a spot right here. Sit right here. And they would just keep running around and we're like, it's not that hard. <laughs> Brayden, sit down. Alden. That's like, there's too many... I just started a new job at a daycare and I don't know all the kids names yet. I'm like, and I'm also not with them all all day. I'm doing like music stuff, which is very fun, Uh but I haven't, I haven't seen any Aiden Jadens or Bradens yet, which is Uh good. Cause when I, when I was working in childcare, like uh, 10 years ago, every little white boy was named Aiden, Jaden, Braden, Caden, like Payden, Tayden. It was very annoying. Um, okay. So anyways, Duck Duck Goose wins. Duck Duck Goose. Yeah. With, with, by a landslide. Yeah, not even close. Uh, okay, the sidewalk chalk division is hopscotch versus foursquare. Again, I would say hopscotch is less of a game. I mean, I guess game is right, but well, it is um, pretty solitary. Yeah, you know, I feel like there is a... What's interesting is I don't think I've actually played real hopscotch. Where you, you know? like throw the rock and try to yeah, get it. Yeah, because I feel like that's and... the... There is a skill element of it when and when you play with other people where it's like... See how far you can get doing the, you know, the one, here's, two, one, two. Here's what I will say, though, about Hopscotch. Uh, I, it, is, it is still, to this day, readily accessible to those of us who live in a city. I lived That's on true. a street with a lot of kids, and anytime there was Hopscotch on the sidewalk, if, if you're walking on a sidewalk and, and Hopscotch is, you're, 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 you're approaching a Hopscotch course and you don't do it, like... You have officially, like, you're you're Robin Williams and Hook. You've like officially yeah. like become an adult who has a cell phone and that's all they care about. Like, yeah, you you no just do have, the hopscotch. You can't hear the bell in the Polar Express. Yes, you know yes. you you can't see the food. You're thirty, and you <laughs> know, you're completely realized adult. Yeah, you can't do it. I feel like when I was a kid, we did a lot of chalk drawings and we would make a hopscotch thing having mm-hmm. no idea how it worked or what we were supposed to do with it. <laughs> but we just knew that that's what you made because we'd right. seen it in like TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we'll draw this weird grid and then we'll hop on it. And we have no idea what the point of this is. We would make weird ones where you do like the first 10 kind of normal. And then you would have like one, like 11 would be like six feet away. So it would be like a big jump. Ooh, and then you would, do, you know, like you could like wind it around. There's a lot of versatility and customizability to Hopscotch. Whereas Foursquare is for sure a better game because More you fun. play with multiple people. Did you play that as a kid, like at recess? Like were there all sorts of... Um, goofy bonus rules like bus stop or no what um, so what's interesting about foursquare for me too is that like i played it as a child care worker with uh, kids because my elementary school didn't have we normally weren't on a blacktop um that had the ability that either had a foursquare thing already drawn or like chalk and we were we had a blacktop but we were only on it whenever like the playground was muddy which wasn't often because i live in the desert uh-huh. and so 
uh, so I, I only played Foursquare like as a college student working with kids. And also, I highly recommend that because uh, you can really, really dunk on some kids when you play Foursquare with them because they're uh-huh. not very good at it right. because they're children. A lot of like spiking and aggression oh. that can go into that game. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, th- I, there's, think... I didn't even know there were different rules. Oh, yeah. In, in my grade school, that was basically all anyone ever fucking did. Like the king, the, the number one square... Um, before like a new search. So everyone would line up behind the number four square. And then when yeah. someone would get out, everyone would rotate up and then the new person would enter at four. Um, right. And the king, as it were, would serve, would begin every round and could just like hold the ball and say, bus stop. And everyone would have to put their toe on the middle of all the square, like the, the, the cross where all the squares intersect. Or like oh. King's Corner and everyone have to run to the King's Corner. Like there's all this like dumb shit that like that held stuff. up the game. Um, <laughs> but regardless Gotten. of that, I would say probably Foursquare is a better game. Yeah. Although I now am far more inclined to do Hopscotch than like get three friends and play Foursquare. It's true. I think. I think though, if we're going by the fun rule, yeah, I think it's a narrow win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. We need to pick up the pace a little. But the next, the last, the last first round game match off here. Match off. Match off. Um, is Red Rover versus Hide and Seek. This to me is is immediately over. That's hide and seek. Yeah. In fact, at the, the summer camp I went to, Red Rover was literally one of the like only probably five or six rules the first day of camp. They would be like, here are the rules of camp. And they would say, like, the the really high-level things. Things like, you know, if it's dark outside, you can't leave your cabin. Things like that. And yeah. one of those rules, one of those, like, constitutional laws was no Red Rover. Yeah. Because it's just a broken arm waiting to happen. It's a broken arm <laughs> game. Yeah. As someone, once again, who worked in Chugger for a long time, yeah. we never, ever played Red Rover yeah. for that exact reason. Because it's like... Yeah, do you want to get kids to like kids are going to hurt each other in accident all the time. If the game is 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 purposely designed to to launch yeah. a child yeah. at a line of other children to try to break their grasp. Yeah. It's a game. Like, it's a did you ever play game. the game growing up Punch Fight? <laughs> yeah, love Punch Fight. Like that it punch basically fight, is oh. like, "Hey, who wants to play Punch Fight?" <laughs> who wants to play uh put me in a cannon and I'll and I'll launch me as fast <laughs> as you can at another child. Yeah. There was this thing this this is a maybe I I'm, I'm uh, uh perjuring myself. Is that the right word? I don't know. Um <laughs> But I think the statute of limitations has passed. But no, uh-huh. there was we did play a very dangerous game on the playground at one of the daycares I worked at, the a- after school care. And uh, <laughs> I can't believe we played this with children. It was such a bad idea. But hey, we were like 17. Um, but it was called Blind Tag. And it <laughs> was essentially, uh, for a while, the game was teachers only could be it. And when, when you're it and Blind Tag, you have to close your eyes the whole time. You can't get on the... Uh, we we weren't allowed to get on the jungle gym set and the kids were allowed to run around and we had to try to get tag them while blind. Uh-huh. Um, and then we started letting the older kids be it. And so they would walk around blind until one of them fell and, and scraped up her face really yeah. bad. And then we were like, uh, we can not play this. What were we <laughs> thinking? This was a really bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were the games? I forgot. Okay, oh yeah. So hide yeah, and seek one. Hide easy and seek peasy. Win. So we are now in the final four. Yeah. And our first matchup is Capture the Flag versus Duck Duck Goose. So Capture probably the, the best game what am I, a for baby? little kids versus the best game for bigger kids. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I'm forgotten fun factor, I think still Capture the Flag. I think so too. Yeah, cuz yeah. yeah. So Capture the Flag is in the finals. So for those of you following along with your brackets at home, congratulations if you had Capture the Flag going to the big <laughs> dance. Now, um, it's now Foursquare versus Hide and Seek. There is up to $64,000 available for that's, those of you who get your bracket right. exactly right. You just right. have to email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com because we just like yes. engagement. <laughs> we really love it. Wait, what was it? Hide and Seek versus Hide and Seek versus Foursquare. I think it's Hide and Seek. I think it's Hide and Seek with a bullet. Yeah. Now, this is tricky. This is really tough. Uh, here's, here's the thing. Kids... And if you if you're kids if you're if you're 12 and it's 70 degrees out and you got your shorts on and you don't have any homework i think it's capture the flag sure but i think if you're anything other than that exact category it might be hide and seek 
Well, it's like you said earlier, like you, you as a, as a, as a 20 something mm-hmm. in, a, in a house full of other 20 somethings yeah. played hide and seek. And yeah. if, if, if we're going out, I mean, if it's a 70 degree day and we want to go outside, yes, let's play capture the flag. Right. But capture the flag is limited in, in the way that it's, you do yes. need a big open it's space. very setting dependent. If you have the perfect setting, there's not a better game. But then, like, I could technically play hide-and-seek in my own apartment, which yes. is small, because there are places to hide. Right. Or and in Charlie a church has... after hours with the lights off. Or, yes, you know, exactly. at your school. Or at your office. <laughs> you can literally... Anywhere... Anywhere. Yeah. That there is a... Anywhere that is in our sort of current physical, tangible reality, uh, where your vision can be obstructed by... Solid objects, a table, a closet door, <laughs> mm-hmm. and anything you yeah. can play hide and seek. So, like that leads me to think that that's pushing me towards hide and seek. If I'm being honest, I know I kind of think maybe the same thing. Well, folks, did our eponymous topic <laughs> lose in this bracket? Yes, it did because it hide did. and seek is a more accessible. Uh, game and it's also I think in some ways just as fun as Capture the Flag sometimes because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that it's like that feeling of getting a really good spot and being like 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 when they were right next to you yeah. talking and you're just like, like <laughs> I'm literally invincible right now. Yeah, so here's here's a so so hide and seek is the winner. Yay fireworks! Yay. So did you ever play hide and seek where um you would hide in a spot but then like if you heard the seeker near you. And they were able to walk by you and not find you that you could leave and try to hide somewhere else. The one that I played a lot was hide and seek. And then at a certain point, you could try to run to base, which was uh like, sure, which was like if if you heard them go past you and you're like, oh, well, they're not in this room anymore. I'm going to go run and to base. Because I would play a a version where like as long as you weren't found, that was the only rule. And like I, man, that would be really hard because it'd be like, like I just looked here, right? Exactly. Like if you knew someone, if you were hiding for like five minutes in the same spot, and only then did you hear someone near you, then they fail to find you, and then you run to where you think they were already looking. It's just great. That's so <laughs> tricky because you, that you as the seeker are like, what I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't check off anything. Yeah. I have to go back through every room and constantly be looking. Um, let's see. Well, we should let, let we have closing thoughts about yeah, 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 Capture yeah. the Flag. Okay, so I Capture think the Flag done... has no music. No. Like no, we said, there not... are Star Wars games that incorporate the idea of Capture the Flag. So that's like a direct thing. But that would be like if Star Wars referenced Austin Powers and therefore we gave Austin Powers a high score. That you know what I mean? <laughs> like it it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also, uh, you know, we've actually, I think, did a decent job at breaking down the Star Wars aspects of Capture the Flag this episode, mm-hmm. like, as as opposed to some, sometimes what can happen. I think, like, something that I mentioned, I think, right before the break that that is big to me, too, and, and going off the game, it's a public domain game, right? Uh-huh. Like, like those other games, right? The, there's no branding on Capture the Flag. True. It's just a type of game, and, and that's so antithetical to anything Star Wars. Right. That it's not branded, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. That that brings it lower for me, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no bops. Uh, there is a lot of sneaking around, um, and then there is that hero's journey. There is that MacGuffin. There is, <laughs> yeah. there is the uh, uh, the opposing forces. Yeah, right. I'm not sure head. there's really a hero's journey, but there is certainly a MacGuffin and opposing forces. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, you know, yeah. There's a hero's journey in your mind when you're playing. Hey, uh, it's something that anyone can do, but it is really geared toward like tweens yes yes that's true i mean and star wars is for kids yeah uh you know as that freddie prince jr rant uh that's that is sort of making the rounds talked about which people should go watch oh i don't i'm not familiar oh it's one that delaney sent we'll uh we can talk about it later but um it's yes so so like kind of geared towards the same audience i don't know it's i feel like it's gonna be kind of low like mid low yeah it's definitely like not a five no not a four. Oh wait, we need to pick units of measure. Right, right, right. Uh, mine's so, gonna be. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 did you have one? No, already? I do not. Neither do I. I was just gonna say it and, and hope that something came out of my mouth. Okay, so I will. Here's here's my like thinking out loud process. A score from one to ten, like the typical unit, might be like points. You know. Sure. So points 
Um, that's what you, I, I point at, at somewhere that I'm trying to go to a location. Mm-hmm. Another word for location is place, which is something mm-hmm. you do. I place this fork on the table. Right. Fork is a, um, a way you eat and you sure, sure, eat sure. dinner. So yes. I'm going to say it's out of dinners. <laughs> I like that. I like Using that. Using my, me... my uh, sixth grade logic for how to give an effective clue. So I'll, I'll try that as well. So, so, so yeah, we're, I'm going to start with points as well. So like we got <laughs> points, uh, which is like, you know, the, uh, the score, your typical score, right? Mm. So points could be in a game. Sure. Um, game? You, uh, yeah. And you might play a game. Um, but you can also go to a play. Um, and you might, if you go to a play, you might also have dinner and a show. And you might eat that dinner with a fork. We, bo- we both got ourselves to dinner and fork in different routes. And then what does a fork have? A fork has points. So I'm going to go ahead and say my unit of measure is points. Yeah, that's like so, if the if you give a mouse a cookie book, just like end it on you should give the mouse a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna want Not a, a cookie. cookie. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give it like. That's really funny. <laughs> I think I'm gonna give Four it like points. two points, maybe. Yeah, I that I feels think that's right. like as strong as I could go. Maybe just just to give a different answer than you, I'm gonna say two and a half. Yeah, like a, a strong Dinners. two, you know, <laughs> it's that it's that like greater than thing that right. we sometimes do. Yeah, I think it's so it's two and a half dinners for me. So it's like I had dinner and Caitlin had dinner. And then afterwards, we both had like chips and salsa. <laughs> yeah, a little leftovers. Yeah. And mine's two points. It's a bad fork. It's a fork with only two. <laughs> it's, 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 like it's, a, it's a plastic fork that you turn into Batman because you took out the middle ones, you know. Oh, and it's I was thinking fork. of the thing that you might use to like, f- like cook a hot dog or whatever. Yeah, like grab the a sausage. Grill, the grill fork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there we go. There you have, oh, it, folks. We're at uh, two point two five average. Here's a funny, uh, a funny thing that my sister and I said growing up. You know how a fork has the tines on it, the the the, yeah. the points. Uh, a fork. Typically has four of those, mm-hmm. which is where you get fork. But we also had little like oyster forks or salad forks that had three tines on them, and we called those threeks. Threeks. <laughs> you know, what, uh, speak, speaking of tines, uh, <laughs> let me just do a, let me just do a Homestar Runner reference since we're uh-huh. we're gonna do a Homestar Runner episode literally later. Tines, 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 tines. <laughs> I that's don't know a, the specific thing that that's from. I think but. it's I think it's a Teen Girl Squad where there's a fork driving a car and then he runs over one of them. That's really funny. It's great. But uh, <laughs> it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. <laughs> yeah, do you want us on the internet? We are, uh, you can email us if you have any suggestions or you just want to say hi or you have a drawing you want to share with us or yeah. if you, um, what other things might you email about? Well, um, anything. You can email Anything. us at a good podcast at gmail.com. You can find the show at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram uh, and TikTok, and <laughs> which I don't post on anymore. And you can find our information in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a new audiobook out, which is actually new news. That's fun. Mm, that's cool. It's called War in the Fallows. It's a fantasy Game of Thrones kind of thing. Uh, ah. Go listen to it. Uh, any new videos, Mike? Um. It's possible, but the one that I keep saying at the end of every episode that it's possible that's done by now, it still isn't as of mm. recording. So I don't know. Maybe. Well, who? <laughs> well, eventually it'll be up. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, please rate and review our show. Yeah. Give us five stars, please. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. That'd be really nice. I also, I don't know if by the time you're hearing this, if we still have the survey up, but um, right. if we do, I know you already heard about it, but um, if you have, you know, five minutes, it'd be awesome if you were able to do that for us. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we're trying to learn more about the audience and, and what you guys like and don't like, so, so check out that survey and yeah. uh, please do it. I think that's everything. It's about. Uh, <laughs> I already said it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. Tubby Bye Bye. Like we always say, we, we love, love you. And may the fourth be with you.